Welcome to the Jay Daniels Coaching Podcast. I'm here to help people like you transform their body image, their fitness and their confidence through exercise, nutrition and mindset training. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode. Heyo and welcome along to episode 32 of the podcast. With this episode we're going to be taking the final part of season 2, episodes 32 through to 40, which will end season 2 of the podcast and I want to focus on the final nuggets I have to offer in terms of the physical aspect of my coaching services and what I know from my years in the industry. And from there I want to start really bridging the gap between two areas, behavioral coaching and I suppose mindfulness would be the last one. And the reason I, I want to bring this up now is because I've taken a fairly good step back in understanding what I want to bring to the table as I move forward through both my coaching service and of course the way I promote my services which is through the podcast and my social media channels. And there will be a, a quite an obvious shift in the way I'll be bringing things across. And the reason for that shift is probably obvious. It has helped me on a very personal level, but it has also helped the people that I work with, my clients on a day-to-day level and the people within my programs, my group programs. And I've really discovered how much more benefit there can be when people join the dots and link, again, the mindfulness or the psychological aspect and, of course, the physical aspect. And when I talk about psychology, I also talk about behavior, um, habitual patterns and becoming more present on a day-to-day basis so that you become so finely tuned in your approach to achieving, yes, your goals, but also just being happier on a day-to-day. Now, this episode is going to revolve around the concept of the New Year's resolutions and why I find most people, to be honest, fail in that typical framework between January towards March if they're very good, mid-February, maybe early February if they're not so good or haven't gone quite so well. But we're all very used to the trend, especially if you're, say, a gym goer and you go into the gym in January and you can't find a machine, you can't get a spot in the steam room because people are just over... Oh, nearly over-motivated, could be the right term. Um, And I would relate that term to a thing called... uh, toxic positivity that buzz you get at the start of the year to be so much more positive this year and at the end of the day you don't really go and address the sub levels where your habits again are concerned your behaviors are concerned you just go on this buzz that you want to be a brand new you and you think this is a brand new and fresh opportunity to do it but inevitably you go back to the old patterns behaviors and habits which will keep you stuck in the old framework of what you were doing So this episode entitled The Bullshit of New Year's Resolutions. So let's go to basics for a second and assume that you are in fact someone who's come off uh, the Christmas period, the New Year's period and committed to certain goals making your life better, happier, fitter, more mindful, etc. And you are now finding yourself in a place where... It's more difficult than you thought to stay on board and you will blame a couple of things. You'll blame motivation you'll blame willpower or you'll blame how busy you've become or are in general. And I want to just swoop in here at the very start of the episode and say that you have more than enough time to prioritize your own health and well-being. The issue I'd imagine is revolving around the word overwhelm. 
in that you've likely bitten off too much too soon and not you're not going to be able to dial in the small practices to make it last in the long term because again yes you are busy yes you have a restriction i'm sure on time as most of us do and although you've tried to prioritize some you time again there's too much to achieve within that small uh, framework of you time and it inevitably ends up as something that feels overburdening as well as overwhelming so in other words it just becomes a chore and if it becomes a chore it's going to produce a stress response stress you're going to release cortisol and all the other bad stuff within your uh, your endocrine system and inevitably you're going to start turning away from what could have been very beneficial towards or for you so with that said what we're going to focus on next is in probably what sounds obvious biting off manageable chunks um, but I want to put this into context for you so that it's practical. You can go straight away and apply this. But you must be willing to accept the fact that short-term quick-fix solutions are your absolute and worst enemy. The reason you've bitten off too much in the first place is because you want to achieve it as quickly as possible. You want to get it all dialed in now. And because you were motivated when you made the decision, you kind of felt energetic enough to dial it all in and yes I'll make time and I'll make sure I prioritise this and I'm just going to make a decision to do it. You're human. Part of the human condition is the roller coaster effect of the ups and the downs and the dips, the highs and lows, the dips, the troughs, the ebbs and flows. They're all part of the human experience. So my encouragement in this episode is going to be around three goals weekly and i'll break it into the, the v3 philosophy one being obviously activity the reasons i want you to do activity and you know activity is beneficial or obvious it's better energy it's better musculature it's better endorphin release the list of benefits around activity i don't have to go through because you've heard them most of your life and you're quite aware of them in fact you've likely done a workout or had some activity that you absolutely felt phenomenal afterwards but you don't sustain it based on not dialing in the later part of what i'm going to talk about Two is obviously nutrition. We've all heard the term, you are what you eat, but you need to really accept that as factual in that whatever the hell you're putting into your body is what you're going to be able to produce out of your body. So if you're putting in pure shit food, you can expect to feel pure shit as a result. Moving away from that then, mindfulness, self-care, self-love, the whole that whole area of you spending some time on your own to take a bit of down or take a bit of whatever it is you do in order to make sure that your your sanity is prioritized. And that can mean a walk, it can mean a meditation, it can mean maybe a swim, it could be intermingled with the activity part. And where we want to go from here is just understanding the, I suppose, more recently learned benefits of meditation. And the benefits are usually revolving around sleep, attention span, workout push, uh, mood quality etc again it goes on there's a host and a list of benefits to be had by taking a few minutes out to yourself every day so let's take those three things and let's go back and assume that you're someone at the start of the year says right i need to work out at least two or three days a week because that's what the stats say everyone should be doing in order to have the benefits of go away from that for a second and just start with the most 
the easiest let's go the road of least resistance and let's commit to just one workout per week and not for an hour let's do it for 20 minutes or maximum half an hour if it drags into 40 minutes we'd accept that but we're not setting the goal of one hour you've got to be fit to work out for an hour so let's assume you're a beginner then you also said to yourself at some point, I'd love to be eating cleaner. I'd love to have, you know, I know all the right foods. I know I should be eating more of this food in order to feel better on myself. So I'm just going to try and start eating clean from January onwards. No, bollocks. It's not specific enough. You haven't addressed the source problems that are habitual patterns that your brain is already so tuned into doing. Instead, let's commit to two days per week that you're going to focus on leaner cleaner and more organic foods and i actually suggest you do this on a monday and a friday to start off because as we know the weekend is where we'll likely let go a bit more so on the day before the weekend and the day after the weekend let's make those your initial leaner cleaner days of the week monday and friday then Mindfulness, you probably said as well in your goal set, I would, I've learned about the benefits of meditation, I'd love to sit down for 10 minutes every day before I go to work, or maybe on my lunch break or whatever, and I'll just meditate and just sit in silence for those 10 minutes. Again, no, you're not used to doing it. Don't go into six days, seven days per week, even five days per week, if, you've, if you're introducing a brand new habit. Let's again go with the two. So, on maybe the Monday and Friday again, or maybe the other two days in between where it's Tuesday and Thursday, two days of the week where you're going to say, I'm taking 10 minutes to myself on those two days to sit down with some of my favourite uh, music. That could be love songs. That could be just chill out. If you're into opera music, it's that. If it's whatever, music you find will relax and just allow you to be present for 10 minutes. And when you're in the meditation, that's your sole job. It is not to reflect over all the things that are going well in your life or badly in your life. It's not to visualize about the future just yet. That may become practice later on. But for right now, it's just about sitting down and doing nothing. And that activity of doing nothing replenishes everything within the body. Your energy sources, your emotional sources just start to become replenished because you're doing nothing else. You're not focused on eating. You're not focused on working out. It's why I kind of... On my program, I advocate going for a walk and being present during that walk. That's a really good practice. But you also need then to take that 10 minutes of just pure downtime where you're doing nothing other than sitting on your ass and just focusing on you, focusing on your deep breaths, focusing on whatever. But there's nothing allowed into your mind that will distract you from being in the moment at that time. So your three areas dialed in. You've got your day of activity, your two days of clean eating, and your two meditation or mindfulness sessions. And over the course of the week, you map down, journal, how is that going? And, and just kind of become somewhat aware of how the whole thing is going. You felt obviously great after the workout. The two mindfulness sessions were nice. Maybe not, you know, worlds of benefit, but you certainly felt a bit better afterwards. And then the two days you were clean, I'm sure you're going to say, that was actually quite easy to manage just clean organic food all day. I.e. just cutting out the processed shit for that day. Them two days. And from there, of course, it's about going back to the end of the week and just reflecting and saying, well, how did it go? How did it make me feel? If I didn't get that much done, again, don't add more to that schedule the following week. Look at it and go, no, I actually didn't have the time or maybe I timed it incorrectly or some obstacle popped up that maybe you can fix in the next week. Something, and the obstacle, you can maybe get around it a bit better in the next week to make sure that it does go according to your plan. But then again, if you turn around on Sunday and you go, that was actually 
piss easy. I, I went through that with no issues whatsoever. I done my one workout, I done my two days of organic eating, and I done my two mindfulness sessions. Can you now make it three organic days? Can you make it two workouts? Can you make it three mindfulness sessions? But go little by little, step by step. And then the same process you go through the following week, you reflect back on it day by day, week by week, and you kind of go, I can add more to this. On the other hand, you could say, no, I'm doing it enough days per week in terms of frequency, but can I make it more intense or more elongated? So can the workout instead of 20, 30, 40 minutes become 50 minutes, maybe become an hour? Can the mindfulness session be 15 minutes? Can the nutritional day, the two uh, organic days, become two and a half, three days? If I had, you know, something that I knew was processed, one of those days, can I cut that processed uh, gap out? And you just step by step into the habits. What I'd like to say at this point then is, you're avoiding overwhelm, therefore avoiding stress. Therefore, avoiding the thing that probably causes more obesity in our society, especially in the adult ages, than anything else. More than sugar, more than too many calories. Stress, because stress leads to overeating. Overeating leads to exactly what I just spoke about, increased calorie intake. And what I want you to think about from there then is the character traits you're going to benefit from because you're the person who built this out. You decided to take this step by step. You're going through this process easily and sequentially while your buddies probably around you are falling down one by one by one. Oh, I started off great, got to this point and said, oh, fuck, I'm not new anymore. Then the children got sick and asked, I had no time to do this or that. None of that will affect you because you're asking yourself for minimal effort, minimal effort for maximum long-term results. The difference between you and your counterparts after 10 weeks will be absolutely gargantuanly different because you again took the long-term sustainable bit-by-bit approach compared to your friend who took it all on at once and probably then went through the uh, the episode of guilt because they failed and probably quite quite naturally returned straight back to the old patterns because they were too pissed off at themselves to look objectively and go, no, I'll try again. So don't try and become this relentless athlete all at once. Instead, become someone who is extremely smart in their approach and extremely aware of the most sustainable habits. Become that person. And that person, over the course of, again, six, eight, ten weeks, will be a world apart from the people who took it all on at once. Please put this into practice. Don't just let it be something you listen to and then still decide to take on a load at once. It may require you to sit down with the, uh, a diary and a schedule and look at objectively where you can get these things done. Your schedule most definitely will allow you to put in a few small practices. If not, what's the point? If you're someone who doesn't have you know, two hours of your own time per week to do whatever, whatever it is that is going to get you towards becoming the best version of yourself, the version you're trying to become, you need to prioritize its necessity because quite frankly, your life can depend on it. 
If you stay on the road you're on right now and it's leading you to a place where you're unhappy, i.e. if you notice a few pound on now you want to get off or if you're noticing patterns in your life that are really negative and you stay with the same old, same old, where will you be in six months, year, two years, three years? You can kind of amplify out what you are now and you know assume to yourself that this shit's going to get worse. So you owe it to yourself to start building out these practices now. Don't try and go through this dramatic change in a hurry to get everything you want in a couple of weeks or months because easy come, easy go. Instead, start dialing in the small things and allow yourself to progress through it over the course of three months and look at the person you can potentially become in those three months, i.e. 12 weeks. It will be phenomenal. But for God's sake, put it into practice right now. That is it for me. This has been episode 32. I'd like to thank you sincerely for being here. Stay on, stay strong, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about my V3 transformation experience, please reach out to me on any of my social media channels. But for now, stay on, stay strong, and I'll see you in the next episode.